And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. We don't give enough credit to signs, and we really should. That sign over there tells you great French fries. That sign over there tells you this is your exit. And look at that legendary sign. It's the Motel 6 sign. It tells you a great night's rest at a great price. Book online at motel6.com. And use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. Look for the signs. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a great price when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letter CP. Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That's a great deal. And that's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. All across the USA and around the world, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Thank you for being here. Good morning. Well, this is getting interesting. Learned something new yesterday from uh, uh, James Comer after his... Uh, phone call. Apparently, Grassley was on the line too mm. uh, with the FBI director uh, uh, Ray uh, from uh, what was reported uh, yesterday from uh, Comer uh, is uh, the fact that uh, that uh, he offered to let them look at the, uh, the the document, but redacted. Yeah, but the interesting uh, part about that is there's more to it. He only offered it after. Homer and Grassley said, we've seen the document. Now, he didn't get into specific details of how, whether it's a copy or what. But he told him, we've already seen the document. Only after that did he offer, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, did he uh, offer for them to see, apparently. Let's let's get to see. He was on with Sean Hannity last mm-hmm. night. Here's what he had to say. He, he offered us the opportunity to come look at it in a private shift but he, he was going to redact it. My experience with getting documents from the F- FBI when they're redacted, well, the there's very, it, it's all black lines. They don't show anything. But uh, I'm going to say on this show what we told Director Ray, what Senator Grassley told Director Ray. He and I have already seen the 1023 form. We knew what was in the 1023 form. Until we told Director Ray that, he never even admitted that the form existed. So the, the level of confidence that we have with Director A only went down. It only declined throughout the conversation. So uh, we will go there and look at the redacted document, but we know what's in the document. And the reason we find this allegation credible, not only because of the credibility of the whistleblower, but because we've seen a pattern of Joe Biden when he was vice president leaving a country after he talks about foreign aid and foreign policy and his family members start receiving payments from that company through shell companies that are then laundered down to Biden family members. So there is a pattern of behavior 
And we saw that in Romania. We've seen that in China. We've seen that in other countries that would suggest that this allegation has merit. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting, which means if uh, Ray didn't admit it until they told him, look, we've already seen the document, then he admitted it. Then he had to at that point because he didn't offer to allow them to see it if he didn't acknowledge that it had existed. Yeah. Right? right. So then yeah. after that is when he must have told him, all right, you can go see it, but it's going to be redacted. Right. It's like, well, we already know what's in it. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> well, and that's interesting because now it is it is the cat and mouse game of redactions versus the earlier cat and, gouse, uh, uh, cat and mouse game of you have the document, we don't have the document. We want the document. You're not going to get the document. Well, now everybody knows and nobody's denying it exists. And it's about redactions. It will be yeah. interesting to see what they come back with and, and what Comer says about that and what Grassley says about it when they see it. But I suspect it's going to be exactly what they what they say. And, and this is the history, recent history of the uh, FBI and the DOJ on such matters. Is that everything is except for the date is redacted? <laughs> Just nothing but black lines all the way through. But then they'll know what. That's the whole point. Then they'll know what the FBI's. If they do that, they'll yep. know what the FBI's trying exactly. to hide. Exactly. If they already know what's in the document, and that's it. If you're covering up the evidence uh, of of a wrongdoing uh, through the allegations of the whistleblower then you're clearly, this is nothing short of a, a cover-up job. And, wow, uh, it's you and I have been throwing around the question, okay, to, to what extent does any of this rise to obstruct, uh, obstruction of justice at some point? It, it depends on who is conducting the questioning and or investigation at the time. But oversight obviously has uh, every uh, they 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 have the right to see such items, especially something that is not classified. We talked about that, right? But then you get into the okay, this person did this, and then they hid this, and they wouldn't give up this. I still have to go back to the IG. Where's the IG in all? Of this? Where is the IG in this? Yeah. Because if the Inspector General is at a at a point, uh, you can't you can't hide anything from the Inspector General. You can't say, "Well, yes, uh, we'll give the Inspector General uh, the let him see it. We won't hand it over to him, and and we're we're going to redact certain things in it." It doesn't work that way with the IG. Because at that point, the IG, while being an internal investigator, uh, is also a, an investigator uh, in in the sense that you would be obstructing justice and and lying to mm -hmm. an FBI agent. Well, I, I think the the specific obstruct, obstruction of justice we were asking about today was in reference to the CBS mm -hmm. news story mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. Catherine Herridge, which they came out and they said. Multiple sources are telling them, and the whistleblowers are also telling them. Now, I don't know if the multiple sources are the whistleblowers, 
or if they're in addition to it. They didn't, mm. you know, they didn't specify mm. in that CBS story. But what they said was the investigators were trying to investigate it, and there was evidence that they could have used that was purposely kept from them and kept in particular locations where they would never get access to it. That's what I question if an investigation is fully going on and they're doing it and somebody in the FBI is hiding evidence at that point. Is that obstruction of justice? And I would say I yes. Because- I don't think there's any question in, in that case, in, yeah. in something like that, because that would be very clear if they could demonstrate that it was that in that those documents or that evidence was being deliberately kept from those investigators. That is obstruction. Nothing short of it. And, I, someone right. would have to give me the exception uh, to to the rule or law to to demonstrate and, otherwise. And, and then when you saw that uh, the uh, they went to the FBI, CBS for comment on it. You know, we have any, and they said no comment whatsoever. They didn't come right. out and say this is completely false because right. now we're getting into the area where allegations are out there. You've got the whistleblowers that are saying something. And this is why probably you had the FBI not say anything, because if they did, then when Christopher Ray appears before the House, they'd ask him, your FBI said, this is this true? Mm-hmm. And he says, well, I can't talk about it because, well, they talked about it. Right. You know, or or in a way they, you know, they, they didn't have any comment on it, so they didn't actually, they didn't have any comment on it whatsoever. But if they did say, if they came out and said, uh, uh, no, none of this is true, then at that point, Ray can't say, I can't talk about it. Well, they did. Right. They already did talk about it. They said, there's nothing here. So right. are you right. are you backing them up? Is there nothing there to that particular story? These alleg- And they go through the CBS allegations. Are these allegations true from CBS? Right. Uh, your, your spokesperson said they're not. They're at the point where they're basically not commenting and saying, we can't comment on anything because it's all an investigation. Hmm. And so you look at that and you say, all right, if they knew it was false, would they defend themselves? You know, we know that when uh, Merrick Garland, technically, you know, he's not, well, he's over the FBI. Mm -hmm. But every time he's had some kind of beep with anything that's come out, he's been out there. He jumps 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 out. out. Yeah. And and right to the podium. And, And this is typically what you would see. And you would hear it from all, everybody at every level. And the leaks would have happened. And that's the... The leaks would have happened. The the one thing that has been consistent, especially in recent years, the liberal media has all of their connections in the FBI in this case. Tons of connections. There would be at least one, if not multiple, stories, even sourced. Our sources tell us the... Uh, the, 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 the whistleblower is not telling the truth. The whistleblower had a beef with the brass at the FBI from the beginning. The whistleblower had uh, some kind of uh, ulterior motive. They are not telling the truth. We would hear that likely from a, a number of sources, if not all of the major liberal media outlets already. And you're not hearing that. You didn't see them jumping out, as you mentioned, Merrick Garland going to the podium, that should have happened within that first few days. It was it came out uh, that week that it came out. We said, OK, well, maybe it maybe it will happen on Wednesday this week. You know, 
later that day. I think it came out on a Tuesday, and then the Wednesday morning show, we were saying, all right, maybe today. All right, certainly Thursday or Friday. They're going to jump out, and everybody has the same talking points. This never happened. These allegations are false, period. And you leave it and you walk away. You didn't hear that. You're still not hearing that. The weak response uh, by Kirby yesterday in the media room was just that. You're not, because if, if the president is innocent, this is not some well, small well, small charge. But he did say, Kirby said, because well, what, what you notice is the people that may be called under oath mm-hmm. before Congress are the ones not commenting, and the ones that will not be called under oath, the White House, the president, the White, the White House spokespeople, you know, they were shocked. They don't know how to answer it, but he eventually said there's nothing to these claims well, of, of possible corruption. But the problem is, is is the way he said it. It should have been, this should have been from day one. These claims are false. This never happened. Their problem, real problem in reality is the document exists and now we know it. Yep. And you can't hide this document forever and they know that. Uh, Comer also said that they... they should have enough information to know whether this is true or not true. Yeah. I don't know how he knows it. Right. In fact, I'll try to find that exact quote and we'll play you the audio cut from John Kirby because it was pretty amazing yesterday. The response almost as if they were completely shocked that a reporter would ask the question, Hey, the polls show Americans believe that the president uh, is corrupt mm-hmm. and uh, committed and uh, committed illegal influence peddling, you know, basically what's your comments? And they were just, it was like, wow. Yeah. And then Karine Jean-Pierre, you could hear in the background, she said, quote, Jesus. Mm-hmm. It, was, I, it was, I mean, the drama that they created by saying that and then the silence afterwards, if that's going to drive this story over the next week, Way more than you if left, they, way yeah. more. They said, "Look, the president's already said it's not true." Yeah, next, yeah, and or, yeah, Kirby. It, well, look, the president. Uh, you know, uh, as we've said, it, it was so weak. Yeah, it should have been from day one. These allegations are false. The president is innocent, and you're not hearing that, and you haven't heard it. Yesterday was the first time anyone really at the, at the White House was number one asked about it. It was based on the poll, but. The first time they've even said anything about it. Why is that? We'll have that audio coming up. 86690-RED-EYE. We now have the season's first USDA condition assessment of the corn crop. And the initial reports, despite the dryness, are encouraging. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says the torrid planting pace this season's helping condition ratings. Corn growers have just about finished planting. They've got 92% of the acreage planted by May 28th. That's well ahead of the five-year average of 84% and last year's 84%. And 72% of the corn has emerged already. So what does that newly emerging corn crop look like? Initial report of the season showing more than two-thirds of the acreage, 69% rated good to excellent, just 5% very poor to poor. 
But if you follow these condition reports year after year, you see that the first couple of reports generally are highly favorable, but they don't predict what kind of crop we'll get. Even in some of our driest years, like 2012, initial reports are favorable. And Rippy says with another couple of weeks of dry conditions, those tremendous crop condition ratings will change. Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. This report is made possible by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Diesel and Sitco Lubricants. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. Truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Red Eye Radio, he's Eric Hardy, and I'm Gary McNamara. This, this was really a, an amazing uh, uh, moment. Uh, we talked about the poll that came out last week, mm. and it was the Harvard-Harris poll, not done by a Republican pollster, done by a Democratic pollster, mm-hmm. Mark Penn. And the polling showed that 63% of registered voters believe that Hunter Biden was involved in illegal influence peddling. believe that President Joe Biden was involved in uh, illegal influence peddling activities. Uh, That's amazing. I mean, that's half of registered voters, over half, believe the president. 63% uh, believe Hunter. Now, if you know what influence peddling is, nobody was influence peddling uh, Hunter Biden. They were trying to get the influence peddling was focused at Joe Biden. So those numbers are horrible. Yeah, it was a yeah. it was huge news that a poll like that would come out because it shows that everything that they've tried to say in the media trying to protect them, none of that has worked whatsoever. Right. So if you're part of the White House, you have to expect you're doing your damage control a week ago, figuring mm-hmm. out or figuring out what your damage control is going to be a week ago. Oh yeah, because you know yeah. this question's eventually going to be asked, and yep. it was asked. And they were completely and totally unprepared. You'll hear John Kirby go, wow. And before he says, wow, you'll hear in the background, Corrine Jean-Pierre, 
saying Jesus. Mm-hmm. That and it's it was an extremely dramatic moment, and we'll talk about what that means. But I want to play it, and I got to listen uh, uh, carefully here. So stop what you're doing unless you're driving, and if mm-hmm. you're driving, turn the radio very loud. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You ready? All right. Here we go. In the middle of this, there was a Harvard-Harris poll this month that found that 53% of the public, including a fourth of Democrats, believe, quote, Joe Biden was involved with his son in an, in an illegal influence-peddling scheme. Uh, there's, of course, evidence that the president interacted with his relatives, associates from China, uh, Mexico, Kazakhstan, Russia, and Ukraine. Uh, so what do you say to the majority of Americans who believe that the president is himself corrupt? President, the president, the president has spoken to this. Uh, the president has spoken to this, uh, and there's nothing to these claims. Uh, you can hear uh, again. He said, "Wow." She said, "Quote Jesus." End of quote. Afterwards, yeah. But you could hear it. They're like blown away by it. And I started thinking, why? I really think. I think. They have been so catered to by this media, by the political activism of the media today, they feel they're bulletproof. Oh, yeah. I think they do. And this poll. Otherwise, Jean-Pierre would have been gone a long time ago. Oh, yeah. 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 I I believe they live in such a bubble. Mm -hmm. They have no idea what's going on. They'll see a poll like that. Ah, whatever. It doesn't mean anything. Well, it does mean something. It means well. It here's, just shows. Here's, here's the, the answer. Here's the answer from a liberal perspective. Before he even finishes the question, this shows you clearly how bad the disinformation problem is today, and this is what we're working against every day. This is bogus. It's garbage. Period. Right. And Next. you leave it. And then they, because they walked off anyway after that question, they were right. They they were done. But it was. Uh, that response made it so much worse. Yeah, it did. And it was because it was almost like, oh, I can't believe he asked this question. Right. How can he possibly ask that question? Right, right. Because it's the blue whale pod in the living room, exactly. you idiots. Exactly. I mean, seriously. You should have been prepared <laughs> yeah. for it. smart speakers say play red eye radio and if you're really nice she might red eye radio and he's sarah carley and i'm gary mcnamara reading the headline here from the daily mail uh here it is in quotes jesus kareen jean pierre stunned response when white house spokesman john kirby is asked if joe biden is corrupt because of families foreign business deals Wow. Officials voiced frustration Wednesday at more questions about the first family. Hmm. Green Jean-Pierre stared at her feet and muttered, Jesus, in quotes, just off camera. Mm-hmm. The questions had covered Ukraine, North Korea, the Sudanese peace talks, when one of the White House briefing room's most robust questionnaires hijacked proceedings on Wednesday. <laughs> hijacked proceedings. It was a poll that was done. 
How is it not a legitimate question? So what do you have to say to the majority of Americans who believe that the president himself is corrupt? Uh, he, uh, he asked. And then, you know, the quote of Jesus from the White House press secretary, Karine mm-hmm. Jean-Pierre, muttered off camera as she stared at her feet on the briefing room podium. Mm-hmm. That was not the official administration response, however. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Because I didn't know that. I'm glad they cleared that up. <laughs> yeah. The famously unflappable National Security <laughs> Council spokesman, John Kirby, uh-huh. uh, had the microphone. Wow. In quotes, was his momentarily flustered answer as he shook his head Mm. before regaining his balance. Yeah. The president has spoken on this. The president has spoken to this. And there's nothing to these uh, uh, claims. Uh, Wow. And so they just go on the, uh, you you know, just talking about questions about the president's son, his foreign business dealings, awkward emails from his abandoned laptop, and even a lucrative foray into the art world are frequently met with weary resignation from officials in the White House briefing room, and it hasn't even started yet. Mm. Those feelings were on full display midway through the briefing when things took an awkward turn after the routine question about uh, artificial intelligence. Nelson, the reporter for the New York Post, standing at the back of the room, deployed an old trick to ask a question when uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre pointed to a journalist nearby. He simply started delivering his question as if the press secretary's finger had been angled at him. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's Steve Nelson, by the way, from mm. the New York Post. Mm-hmm. And then he went on with the, uh, you know, with the, uh, the, the question. Uh, and so it's just, uh, Yeah, I just I'm just I'm trying to get down here because I keep going down through a lot of the other stuff that's not really important here. I don't know why they do this. Hmm. Uh, and they go, you know, talking about Biden's denials in the past and everything. Right. Else, but yeah, sure. Yeah, But I mean, it's it's just it was it was an amazing moment. It really, really was. I mean, it was their their response created such incredible drama and the pause. Yeah, right. Unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's, again, it should have been from day one. All hands on deck. These aren't small allegations. If proven to be true, they would end his presidency. That's how big these allegations are. And the response should reflect that, yet it doesn't. Still. Even Kirby saying that yesterday, it was weak. It should be part of your instinct to react, as we have said Mm -hmm. and I said earlier. These allegations are false. And and by the way, that, that bogus survey there, that poll... Shows you how bad the disinformation problem really is. <laughs> right. You just call a poll bogus because you everybody, everybody does that. Everybody does that once exactly. in a while, right? Everybody always says the, the well, poll. Well, well, what have they not done that on? Think about it. I know. 
It's all a lie when it is the obvious right. truth. It's all a lie, but they haven't done that here. We don't Why pay, not? We don't pay attention to the polling. Right. <laughs> well, you better. <laughs> we don't because of the, the amount of disinformation out there, and this is what we yeah. battle against every single day. It's just, but it's bogus. It is bogus to the core. For, of course. Now, do you have a serious question for me? Of course, from the lectern where you get the most disinformation on the planet. <laughs> no, no, that's that's it. No, it, so they're so willing to do that all the time, but haven't right. done it here. Why? Yeah. Why is that? This is, of all administrations, the, they are the king of disinformation because and lies and everything else. The problem is with all of that is that it, if that document does exist and prove it, you're in trouble. And the fact is that that poll is so incredibly damning. And we said it last week. I said, wow, is this, I mean, it just because it was done by uh, Harvard Harris, it's not a conservative pollster. It's, mm-hmm. You know, it's Mark right. Penn's part of that, which is. It would make it a Democrat pollster because right. that's what he is. And so, you know, I don't know whether they were thinking if we get asked the question, let's do that as to well, that's just horrible that you're asking that question. But it came across. Maybe that was their maybe that was their intent just to. But with her with her head down mm-hmm. and Kirby going, wow, and just shaking his head, it was it felt like to me they were panicking. Yeah, that they didn't know how to answer the question. And it was almost like, why are you even asking that question to begin with? And this is the problem that they have. And the fact is they also know there is no debate, none, none, that the, the on, on the Biden family enriching themselves to the tune of millions of dollars. Right. We all know that. Right. The only question is why. And that's why the public knowing that the president the public knows because i'd love to see the poll a poll done on this is the president lying when he says he knew nothing about his son's business affairs Mm. especially after the voicemail where (laughs) he admitted he knew about his son's business affairs yeah and emails that show that he knew about his business affairs right and it probably you're going to get a you're always going to get the democrats that aren't going to you know they'll deny reality but mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. the problem right there the problem right. is everyone knows it's simply why the only question that hasn't been answered is why right. why would anybody pot pay the biden family millions of dollars why would the conduit to those millions of dollars be the president's son and the president's brother and what did i'll ask all the questions because 63% of Americans believe that Hunter Biden was the one involved in illegal influence peddling activities. What were they trying to get out of? If they were giving money to Hunter Biden, what did they want out of Hunter? Or if they wanted something from Hunter, or if they were paying Hunter the money, did they want something from Hunter, his brother, or Joe Biden? What did these foreign governments want? Right. And now with, as you said you know, yesterday... With everything going on about Comer, they all know about it. They've had the press briefings. What do we do if we get a question on Comer and the FBI director? And on and and on why doesn't the White House come clean on this and if you know and, and say, look, we, we never took any bribe from anybody. 
They probably, you know, oh, man, I'd love to be a fly in the wall in the mm. press secretary's office. Mm. I mean, they had to be discussing this because it was on the same day that Comer came out and said, oh, okay, here we go. Contempt of Congress charges against the FBI director and the FBI director after we told him we know what's in the document. We've seen it. How are you not prepared for it? And then he acknowledged that the document does exist, which means the documents of the allegations that Biden took a bribe exist within the FBI. I mean, though, in any other time in presidential history, that would be earth shattering. Mm -hmm. And it is inside the White House. Yeah. Yeah. And it really is the American people. They know about it. The media trying to censor it, trying to hide it. The president constantly lying about it. The media really not wanting, for the most part, to confront or even talk about the issue. The American public knows about it. And the majority of the American public believe that the president was involved in illegal activity. And 63% believe that the uh, Hunter Biden, his son, was mm. involved mm-hmm. uh, in it. So I don't know how you, you know, I... I it's only going in one direction from this point, Eric. It can't go in any other direction. No. It's only going in one direction, and that's, uh, again, the investigation keeps coming up. More whistleblowers keep coming up each mm-hmm. and every day. Yep. Uh, it's getting, and everyone knows it. And think about this. I, t- I told this to you yesterday, but I just I just checked to see when the DNC is, and it's, I think, the second last weekend of August of 2024. A year from now, it'll still be almost three months away from the Democrat, the Democratic National Convention. Mm-hmm. A year from yeah. now. Yeah. Think about how long a year is. And after a full year of this still to go, there will still be roughly three more months, a little under three months. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I need a nap. Uh, And finally, a planned child-friendly drag queen show on Nellis Air Force Base in Nevada has been canceled after Representative Matt Gates demanded answers from Pentagon leaders as to why it was happening when they claimed they did not support them on the bases and it shouldn't be happening. And I was, I saw, I was going to say I was there, I saw uh, Lloyd Austin's testimony, Secretary Mm -hmm. of Defense. Yeah, right. And he said, no, they shouldn't be there. Right. No, this right. shouldn't be happening. Right. Well, are you going to stop it? We'll look into it. So they right. did. Yep. My question, who okayed that then? Yeah. Gates tweeted, huge victory. The Department of Defense has canceled a scheduled child-friendly drag show after I demanded answers from Secretary of Defense Austin. Hmm. So there you go. Yeah. And that was really interesting because he was pounding on him why is it happening and it's right. happened before this isn't the first one right why are you allowing this did you not know what happening well we're going to do what we can uh but no we are not for it and we'll look into it we'll look into it he really you know tried to deflect as they do on everything but he did, came out and said no this should not be happening on military bases well somebody's okaying it well i don't know what to take when you get a little bit of sanity from this administration yeah, how do you handle it? What, right. what what's their angle? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it makes you uh, wonder how 
how far the activism goes. Because if these are individuals at different bases that are lining up these shows and making them happen, then it it tells me you've got a big problem. The Pentagon needs to get hold of it now. 866-90-RED-EYE. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE. Radio. I'm Gary McNamara. He's Eric Harley. So, Gary Nolan, a professor at Stanford University's medical school who worked with the CIA to analyze U.S. personnel who develop medical issues after alleged contacts with UFOs, has stated that extraterrestrial life not only exists, but walks among us. Good morning to Tom Cruise. Uh, he was uh, asked if he believes at a uh, conference whether he believes extraterrestrial life has visited Earth, and the professor replied, I think you can go a step further. It hasn't just visited. It's been here a long time. It's still here. So, Also, good morning to Nancy Pelosi. Well, no, I mean, I started thinking again. They live. The movie. Yeah. Is that why everybody is obeying? Is that why everybody is being brainwashed? If we put on those special sunglasses like in the movie, are we going to see all the billboards out there actually say obey? For anybody who remembers that 80s movie with Mm -hmm. the wrestler Rowdy Roddy Piper. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite B-movies of all time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, That would have been a different movie with Ric Flair. <laughs> um, I I came here to to chew bubblegum and kick posterior uh-huh. and I'm all out of bubblegum. Woo! <laughs> now I want to see that movie with Ric Flair. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Uh that might explain a few things. That might explain a few things. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Every story eventually comes to an end. This June, hear the final episode of Season 2 of the hit podcast series, In the Red Clay, Durham. In the Red Clay tells the unbelievable true story of Billy Sunday Burt, the most dangerous man in Georgia history. In the podcast that people are calling riveting, incredibly moving, captivating, and addicting. Binge Seasons 1 and 2 of In the Red Clay now, wherever you listen. 
Hey guys, welcome to the Candy Valentino Show. I'm Candy Valentino. I was a founder before I could legally order a drink. And for more than two and a half decades, I've built, scaled, acquired, and exited multiple businesses in diverse industries. Now my goal is to help you by sharing the knowledge that I've learned, the mistakes that I've made, and the wisdom that I've developed over my journey. Bi-weekly episodes every Monday and Thursday. The Candy Valentino Show, wherever you listen.